We're on Daf Yudamid base. Um, the toasters at the top of the Amud. Um, it's actually not really this, uh, the sugya of the uh, that we've been discussing, of the sukkah that we've been discussing. It's actually more and more in Beit than in the sukkah. But um, um, toaster, we we, this, we were talking about um, the noy sukkah, whether they are a impediment to the skach or not and the, the Rav Chizda told us that if you spread a, uh, a sheet under the skach even though the Mishnah says it's no good but if it's Lenoi it's okay and we brought a brysa which we said was possibly a raya for this one of the things and what the brysa was discussing was <coughs> the fact that Noi Sukkah the whole of Sukkahs right um, and that's just the bottom of Yudam and Aleph it says, also listafik men, you've got your sukadelerit jacarit, you mustn't have any hanor from them, ad moitzi yontav achran shel chag, until the last day of sukkahs. And this is what Tosis is going to discuss, and in fact he's going to discuss a specific point, which is to do with the halachas of mukta, and we know that there's something called migudis katsoi, right, we discussed it at length in the Sefer's Beta, it comes into Shamas at length in Perakira, if something is mukta ben hashmoshas, under many circumstances, Migudus Katsoli Benash Moshes is Katsoli Kuliyomi remains Muktza for the whole of Yont, Shabbos. What Tosis over here, this long Tosis is going to be Machadish, or is going to tell us, that Muktza Machmas Yom She'ovar Loyam Rino. So let's say, for example, Shabbos is coming in, and you've got your, um, let's take a simple example, you've got your candles burning, and your candlesticks, right? So the candlesticks, the tray, it's all a bosses, to the candle, to the flame. The Gemara says, all of us are to the flame. The flame goes out, right, sometimes during the night. That tray remains mukta, as a boss is the whole of Shabbos. Although there's no mukta left, because the flames have gone, but migut is katsoi beinashmoshes, katsoi kuliyoma. Since beinashmoshes, it was mukta, it's mukta for the whole of, 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 of Shabbos. Let's not, I'm just picking one example. One example. There's loads of other examples as well. What Tosis is going to tell us over here is that why is, let's take our tray as an example. Why is it Benash Mosha's Mukta? Why is it Mukta? Why can't I touch it Benash Mosha's? Because maybe it's Shabbos. Right? Benash Mosha's Sophic Shabbos, Sophic not Shabbos. So this tray is Mukta because maybe it's Shabbos. So it's Mukta because of the next day. And in that case we say Migudus Katsoi. But where we've got a, a case of a migudus katsoi machmas yom sheova, what about the following case? Yontav is on a Sunday, right? Yontav is on a Sunday, and you've got these candles burning, right? It's a very, very long burning. Candles have been burning the whole of Shabbos, and Bena Shmoshes, oh, between Shabbos and Yontav, they're burning. And then they go out, right? And we're now, this is an example. So we're now in Yontav. Now on Yontav, candles are no mokta. Candle trays are not mukta. You can light, no problem at all. But you could argue that Beinash Moshas was Motza Shabbos slash Sunday, that tray was mukta, because it was burning, the candles were burning Beinash Moshas. I couldn't move the tray, because maybe it was Shabbos. So Beinash Moshas, this tray was mukta. So would we say in that case, that Migadis Katsoi, since it was mukta Beinash Moshas, therefore should remain mukta all of Yont. And what Tosis over here is going to tell us, that this Migudis Katsui is not Mukta because it's perhaps Yontav. It's Mukta perhaps it was yesterday Shabbos. And what Tosis in Machadish is that Mukta Machmas Yom She'ovar Lo'yamrinam. You can't just say, oh, this thing was Mukta Bein Hashemoshes, therefore it's going to remain Mukta for the whole of Shabbos, even if the cause of the Mukta is gone. You've got to examine why was it Mukta Bein Hashemoshes. If it was Mukta Bein Hashemoshes, it's because maybe it's already tomorrow, then you're right. Even if the cause of the muktzah has gone away, it will remain muktzah for the whole of Shabbos. But if the reason why it's also been Hashemoshes is because maybe it's still yesterday, right? In the case of the candles, the things that are burning, Yom Tov candles are no muktzah. So why Ben Hashemoshes can't I move the tray? Because maybe it's still Shabbos. Maybe it's still yesterday. So if it's muktzah Ben Hashemoshes because maybe it's yesterday, right? you don't say maybe this cuts me. That's the Kiddush of, that's what Tosis is going to tell us. Let's, let's have a look. Now again, what does it mean? Lemaisa till the last day, Yontav. 
It means until the end of Shemini Atzeres in Eretz Yisrael and the end of Simchas Torah in Chutzlar. So you've got your some beautiful uh, red apple hanging in the sukkah. You can't wait to eat it, right? It's Mokta, because it's Noi Sukkah, it's got the Kedush of the Sukkah, without a Tanai, it's going to be Mokta until when? Till Eretz Yisrael, till Motza Bein Hashemoshes, and in Eretz Yisrael, till the end of Simchas Right? Now, you'll say to yourself, why? Why? Let's, let's, let's forget about, uh, uh, let's take, uh, let's take um, Eretz Yisrael, just to make it simple. Let's make it simple. I don't understand. Shemini Atzeret, I don't have to sit in the Sukkah anymore. I don't have to sit in the Sukkah anymore. So why should this apple be mukta? I understand Hashanah Rabbah, right? So you're going to say because Bein Hashemoshes between Hashanah Rabbah and Sukkot, you have to sit in the Sukkot. It's still Eshra Sukkot. So Bein Hashemoshes, it's it's mukta still. So it's Megiddus Katsai. But the problem is, it's only mukta Bein Hashemoshes of Shmini Atzeres Hashanah Rabbah Shmini Atzeres because maybe it's Hashanah Rabbah. That's mukta Machmas Yom She'Avar. That's the problem that Tosis is dealing with. Why is this apple, this noy sukkah, going to be also the whole of Shemini Atzeres? And the same thing applies in Chutzlar, right? because you're supposed to sit in the sukkah, the whole Shemini Atzeres. So they said, so let's have a look at Tosis. Le Kamon Perik Lulavarova, Mefarish, the Gemara explains, Maishnami Esrik Deshori Beyond Tavachra. Again, let's deal with Eretz Yisroel. Shemini Atzeres, you cannot use noy sukkah. The Asa, since Bein Hashemoshes, they had a din of Kedusha Sukkah, the, the, the Bein Hashemoshes between Hashanah Rabbah and Shemini Atzeres, they had Kedusha Sukkah, they're also the whole of Shemini Atzeres. But in Esrug, you can eat on Shemini Atzeres. What's the difference? On Masik, we show the Sukkah, because in the case of Sukkah, he is Ramelei Sudasa Bein Hashemoshes. If you wanted to have a meal, Bein Hashemoshes, yeah. there it is, it would be Bein Hashemoshes of Matzah, Hashanah Rabbah, in Chutzlaret, Matzah, at the end of Shemini Atzeres, by the Mechel B'Sukkah. You have to eat in the Sukkah. Umigad is Katzoyle Bein Hashemoshes, is Katzoyle Kuliyom, since it becomes Matzah Bein Hashemoshes, it's Matzah the whole day. Bein Hashemoshes, you've got to sit in the Sukkah, so it's got Kedusha of a Sukkah, therefore that Kedusha will carry on the next day. Aval Esrog, Ben Esrog, Lechazi Ben Ashmoshes. It's not there for you to use Ben Ashmoshes. Demi Ikara, Kodim, Nofik Bein. Because you should have been Yotza, you should have shaken your Lulav during the day. You shouldn't wait for Ben Ashmoshes of a Shani Rabbah to shake your Lulav. You shake your Lulav and Esrog during the day, not Ben Ashmoshes. And why is he eating a Sud at that time of day or so? You know, he's allowed to if he wants to. Right? Sorry? If you say the etro, you mean the before, also eat your meal before. No, 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 no. Let's go a bit further in Tosis. I'm preempting Tosis a bit, but what Tosis is saying is that the myth of Arba Minim doesn't have to be done by Nashmoshas. It shouldn't be. It should have been done earlier. But a meal, I'm allowed to meet in a meal whenever I want. I can eat a meal when I want. I don't shake lulav. I should not be shaking abramin in bein hashmoshes. In fact, the Ritzvah says you're not in mechuyev to. It's not right. So, yeah, well, let's discuss that. Let, let's discuss that when we get to it. But bein hashmoshes is not. There's no chiyuv abramin. Minimum bein I should have been done this mitzvah earlier. The chiyuv is to shake lulav. I think I should have shaken it during the day. But sukkah I should have eaten earlier. I'm allowed to eat whenever I want to eat. I want to eat something now. I, it's bein hashmoshes. I got to eat in the sukkah. Let's just, let's go through Tosis and maybe we become a bit clearer. So Tosis says, so what that the Esrug you use earlier? But at the end of the day, the Esrug is Mokta Bein Hashemoshes. You can't eat the Esrug on Sukkot because it's hooked to Lemitz Vasar. Bein Hashemoshes, I also can't eat it because maybe it's still Sukkot. The Afal Gadara means nothing. <laughs> so let's forget the sukkah for a minute. The estrog. Why can I eat the estrog on Shemini Ateres? Bein Hashemoshes, that estrog was also, because maybe it was sukkah. You will not use that reason to forbid it on Shemini Ateres, because the svara of it was muktza Bein Hashemoshes. Let's forget sukkah for a moment. I've got an estrog. I can't eat this estrog on sukkah. So I haven't made tanai about it. This estrog is hooked to mitzvah. It's also to eat. It's hooked to the mitzvah. But I can eat it on shemini atzeres. 
The question is, why can I eat Oshimini Atzeres? Bein Ashmoshes, I couldn't eat it. Bein Ashmoshes, it was still Mokta not to eat. Why? Because maybe it's still Sukkot. So therefore, why can I eat it Shemini Atzeres? says, Tosis, I'll tell you why. Because you don't say Mokta Machmas Yom She'ova. Why can't you eat it Bein Ashmoshes? Because maybe it's yesterday. If there's an Issa to do something Bein Ashmoshes, because maybe it's yesterday, you don't say in that case, Migudis Katsoi. My candle's burning on Friday night on my, t- on my tray. You know why I can't move them Bein Ashmoshes? Because maybe it's Shabbos already. That means maybe it's the day that's coming. Then you say Migudis Katsoi. But the Esrug of Bein Ashmoshes of Hoshana Rabba, it's only us because maybe it's still Hoshana Rabba. If it's Shmini Atzeres, Elianovi came and told me it's Shmini Atzeres, fine, I can eat it. But Bein Ashmoshes we don't know. And it's only us because maybe it's yesterday. A Mukta Machmas Yom Sheova something which is also Bein Hashmoshes because maybe it's yesterday that we don't say there's no problem with the Mukta if Eliyahu came on Friday night and tells him our sources still Friday night you say you know sorry if Eliyahu came on the Hashmoshes on Friday night and said now it's still called Friday you would be allowed to. No, no, no. But we don't. We don't know. We don't, but we don't know. We treat very much as we don't know. It's a Sophic time. And therefore, there's this principle of Migudis Katsoi. You were Makta Dato at the beginning when Shabbos came in. There was a Haktor. Sorry? You said the other Motsi, Shabbos and Yom, so then if Eliyon always said it's a state, there's no problem. Yeah, and the way in would also be no problem, if you know. But the Maisa, we don't know. Both cases we don't know, but in one case the chisar, we don't know whether it's tomorrow. In the other case we don't know Remember whether it's still yesterday. yesterday. And where the suffering is, maybe it's still yesterday, and that's why it's also been ashmoshes. Then we don't say we could discuss it. Sorry, you could make kiddush early, possibly. I don't ask I don't ask practical questions Michael you're right you're not a you ate before Kiddush was a chayla we made Kiddush early <coughs> technically could make Kiddush early I mean you go to some shul many shul there are shuls here I think in that synagogue they'll daven there are shittas you can daven uh, Yont of Shani you can daven early and, 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 and things like that you make Kiddush you know on Shabbos it would be difficult but the people you could you could bring them a Sheminat Seres you, you could technically bring in early we don't because there's a Shire of Leishev Asuka you could technically could bring in early if you separate seven Esrogim for seven days, right, you, 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 you start splashing out this year, you're buying seven Esrogim, one for first day sukkahs, one for second day sukkahs, one for third. The poor Rob, you drove him mad, you gave him seven Esrogim to check through, right? The Gemara says, each one, so the one that you set aside for the first day sukkahs, you use it on sukkahs, and then the second day you can eat it. The one you set aside for second day sukkahs, you can't eat it on the second day, but the third day you can. And we don't forbid it on the next day. If I separate an esrog for every one, I've got seven esrog, one for each day of Yom Tov. So when I, when I use my Yom Tov, let's say on, on day one, so I use it on day one. Day one, it's also the whole day because this is a day one estrus. So the whole day it's hooked to the mitzvah. Day two, I can eat it. Ah, bein ashmoshes, I couldn't eat it. So I said, yeah. You, why, 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 why can you eat it on day two? Maybe bein ashmoshes you weren't allowed to. So I said, that's the reason. Because the only reason I couldn't eat it bein ashmoshes is because maybe it was still day one. And when it's mukt to machmas yom she'ova, we don't say megudis katzor. Or may high time a gavish shabbos we want to come debate. Similarly, we find in the first parak of Beitzah when you've got Shabbos and then Yontif, so Yontif on a Sunday, the Lamb begins Yontif. The Amar Rav, Rav says, No, the Bazu Asura Bazu. Right? If you remember the Gemara there, if an egg is laid on Shabbos, it's also on Yontif. Now look, it is, if an egg is laid on Shabbos or on Yontif, it's also on that day because of whatever reason, Achana, Peris, Anoishri, Mashkin, Sajzavu, whatever you want to learn, a chicken is laid on Shabbos or on Yontif for that matter, it's also. Now what happens if it's laid on Shabbos and tomorrow is Yontav? So Rav says, No, the bazoo, Asura bazoo. If it's laid on Shabbos, also on Yontav. Mafarish Tama, the Gazayan begins Tama, the Gemara explains, Mishum Achana, because of Achana. When it's born on Shabbos, that's a Achana for Yontav, because it was laid on Shabbos, and Shabbos can't be Mechin for Yontav. So we've got a technical reason why when it's laid on Shabbos, you can't eat it the next day, which is Yontav. For Loi Baile Memedig Migudis Katsai, 
Rav holds no Rebbe Huda. Let's not go into those details. The Rav holds of Migudis Katsoi. So why does Rav have to say that if an egg is laid on Shabbos, I can't eat it on Sunday because it's a call the Hachana that Shabbos is preparing for, for, for Sunday Yontav? I've got a simple answer. It's laid on Shabbos, so it's mocked on Shabbos. Beinash Moshe's mocked to Shabbos. Can I eat it? No, because it's Suffolk thing. So, Migudis Katsoi, Beinash Moshe's, it should be his Katsoi for Yontav, and that's why it's also. Says you know why the Gemara doesn't say that? Because the reason why it's also been our Shmoshes Motzah Shabbos is because maybe it's Shabbos. That's Motzah Machnas Yom Shiova. And Motzah Machnas Yom Shiova wouldn't say. So maybe this Katsoi is not a reason to forbid the egg the next day. Therefore, the Gemara gives a different reason. V'chein shnelamigins v'chein v'chein shnei yomim teven shalgolias. No, the bazoo mutares bazoo. The halacha is if Yom Tov is Wednesday Thursday, your chutz laaretz. The egg is laid on Wednesday. So it's Mutter on Thursday. Sorry. Right? Why is it Mutter on Thursday? I don't understand, says Toysavus. Th- Wednesday night. Benashmoshus Wednesday, end of Wednesday. That egg is Asa. Because it's Benashmoshus still. It's not yet Thursday. So you should say, Migudis Katsoi was also Benashmoshus Wednesday evening. It should be also the whole next day. So why is it Mutter on Thursday? The answer is, because why is it also Benashmoshus at the end of Wednesday? Because maybe it's still Wednesday. That's Mutzah, Machmas, Yoim, Shava. I'm answering Ibn Ashmoshes, not because perhaps it's tomorrow, because perhaps it's yesterday. And then, in the case where we're worried about it being yesterday, and that's why it's also Ibn Ashmoshes, you don't say Migudis Katsoi. Now, the truth is, this Raya of Tosis is a pillar. Because, when I've got two days yon to be Chutzoret, the reason why Nolde Bazuma Taras Bazu is because Mimonashach. Because one day is yon to and one day is Chol. So if the first day is yon the second day is a weekday. So what do I care about? Bein HaShemoshes. Right. Sunday's Muktzah, Bein HaShemoshes, and Muktzah Shabbos. Do I care? Sunday's a Chol. And if Shabbos was not Yontif, sorry, um, sorry, if, well, Wednesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and if Wednesday was not Yontif, so it was born on a weekday, laid on a weekday, this egg. So of course it's going to be Muktzah on Thursday. So it, it's, and the Ritvah, the Ritvah holds that you do say Migudis Katsoi, Machmas Yom Sha'avah, Right, he argues with Tosfos later on in the Masechta, and he says, "Why is Nolda Bazu Mataras Bazu with Yontif Shen Shogolis?" He says, "Poshet, because one day is a weekday, so what's the problem? Wednesday, Thursday, pull on later on Wednesday. Now it's Thursday. What well, if you can eat it? Come on, Oshach. If Wednesday's Yontif, Thursday's a weekday. So what's your problem? And if Thursday's Yontif, well, Wednesday was a weekday, so it was later in a weekday. So what's the problem? What's it going to do with making this concert? Let me him ask it as a cash on test. Okay, he needs another round." Let's read it through and explain the case. You've got these jugs or barrels of tvulyom, of, well, let's say wine. Oh, sorry, no, the, yeah, these jugs of, of tvulyom, which are tvulyom, which you filled up from a barrel which had mice um, uh, uh, from which trumus mice hadn't been taken. And he says, I raised trumus mice that this is Trumas Maisa when it gets dark. Dvorov Kayomim, that works. Vim Oman, if he says, Uvali Bazar, and if, but, okay, so what, what's the case? What's the case over here? The case is as follows. A Kaili, which became Tome, has to be, you have to turn it in the mikvah. That Kaili is, st- got a din of a Tvul Yom until Benash Moshe, until, until, until the next day comes along. Right, until, uh, until, till sundown, the end of the day, then the keli is completely tired. Like a person. A person is tummy, goes to the mikvah, he's got a din of a tvul yom until the end of that particular day. Same thing applies to keli. Now, a tvul yom can puzzle trauma. That's all he can do. It's but he can puzzle trauma. Nothing else. He won't make other things tummy. Once he's gone to the mikvah, he's makmiti chulin batara, he can eat his chulin, everything's fine. But a tvul yom, <coughs> obviously the other lochs are going to be some mikdash and obviously culture but let's deal with truma he will puzzle truma. truma so what you've done is as follows this you've got this let's say Levi or whoever it may be he's got Masarishan right he's got a, a, a let's say he's got a vat a barrel of Masarishan wine Masarishan wine he's not allowed to eat it or Yisrael can't eat it until you take Truma's masa. right he's got to take a tenth and he's got to give it to the current until such time, that master has got din of tevel. Person eats his chamisibitei shomai, and that's tevel. Right? Just because it's master and it's one stage down the process, and it's not the original stuff from the original vat, and these rolls already be mafish master it doesn't matter. This is tevel. 
and the lady Yisrael because Yisrael can eat master and nobody dare eat it because it's terrible so what this fellow does is like this he's got a jug which is a Tvulyom jug it was Tommy he's turned it in the mikvah it's got a dinner of a Tvulyom until the end of the day he scoops up with his jug wine now that wine is all tevel and a Tvulyom cannot make wine into Tommy Tvulyom will not make tevel Tommy and he says when it gets dark when the sun has gone down then I want this to be Truma now once the sun has gone down that keli is completely tahar it's no longer a tvulyon and then if the truma the stuff inside it becomes truma it will become tummy because the thing is tahar so what he does is he's got a tevel maserish and tevel it's got a truma's maser he takes a tvulyon don't ask me why this is the case he takes a jug which is tvulyon he puts that in and scoops out uh, whatever it is he requires, the tenth or whatever it is, from the jug, from the vat, or from the from the barrel of wine. It's a Tvulyon jug. It won't affect the contents because he's not mafrish anything, and that contents is Tava. So that contents remains Taho. Remains Taho. And he says, Mishatechshach, when it gets dark, I want the contents to become true. And it works. So the Gemara, it works. Because once it becomes dark, that Kaili is no longer Tvulyon. The Kaili is Taho. His words is tonight before and work. Now it's dark, so it becomes truma, and the truma is in a tarakeli, and it's fine. Okay, it's absolutely fine. Now two malachs we need to know, and and well one malach we need to know, and that is when you're making eruv eruv tchumin, right? You can use truma. Even Israel can use truma. Not doesn't have to make even Israel can use truma. So what this fella does is, well he says like this: I've got a tful yom. Kaylee. He takes a scoop out of his Maserishan. He doesn't make it truma yet, because if he did, that would make the whole thing, you, you, you'd be Matama the truma. He says, once it becomes nightfall, this should be truma, and it should be my Eruv. For my Eruv Tchumen. So the truma works, but the Eruv bit doesn't work. Why not? So let's have a look at the Gemara. At the The line is about halfway down in the narrow lines. The next line begins. Devor of Kayomi. Right? The truma works. And if he says it should be my Erev Tchumin, So he's taken this jug with this, Tvulyon jug, with this Tevel wine in it. He's put it at 2000 Amas. And he said that, that should be truma and it should be my Erev. That, that bit doesn't, the Erev bit doesn't work. Why? There's a in the Gemara. So the first reason is Rava. Because your Eruv becomes an Eruv at the end of Erev Shabbos. Before sunset. Well, before sunset, this thing was still Tevel. Right? And you can't use Tevel for, for your Eruv because nobody can eat it. Or because you need a Suda which can be eaten on Erev Shabbos. In other words, for an Eruv, what will happen is like this. For an Eruv to work, it's got to be edible before Shabbos comes in. This stuff will only become Truma once it's dark. Once it's dark, Shabbos already is far in. It's after Ben Hashemoshes. Your Eruv has got to be edible before Ben Hashemoshes. You don't allow that to become Truma before Ben Hashemoshes because your Kali is still a Tvulyom. Your, your Truma can only work once Shabbos is, <coughs> is in. Well, once Shabbos is in, it's too late to make the Eruv. And therefore it doesn't work. That's what the Gemara says. So you take your Kaili, which is Tvulyon, you scoop out your wine, you make a condition, and you say, when Shabbos comes in, this should be Truma, and should be my Eruv. It is Truma, and that clicks in once Shabbos is in. But the Eruv doesn't work. Because the Eruv has to be in an edible state before Shabbos came in, for one reason or another. It's got to be. And this wasn't, because before Shabbos came in, it was still terrible. Says Taisus, the following deal. Where is the halacha that for Hilchas Eruv it's enough that it's edible when Shabbos comes in? Have Eruv. Now he begins have Eruv. Would be a good Eruv. Taisus says the following. Why does it not work as an Eruv? Because the halacha is it's got to be edible. Before Shabbos comes in. That's Aloch. 
Now what would be, says Tosis, if Allah were, that it doesn't have to be edible before Shabbos comes in, and it's good enough if it's edible as soon as it's Shabbos, then it's clear from the Gemara it would work. Right? <coughs> but why would it work? Because Bein Hashemoshes, this thing was Tevel. This thing only became, this thing only became Truma once it's nightfall. Bein Hashemoshes, what was this? Bein Hashemoshes, this was Tevel. Because Bein Hashemoshes, the Kaili is still a Tevel Yom. It's only no longer Tevel Yom once it's nightfall. So Bein Hashemoshes, the content is Tevel. So it's Muktzah Bein Hashemoshes, it's also Bein Hashemoshes. <coughs> so how can it help me? Migudis Katsoi Bein Hashemoshes, since it's Muktzah Bein Hashemoshes, it should be Muktzah the whole of Shabbos. The trauma works, Rabbi Isai. Let's get this clear. It becomes trauma after nightfall. Of that, there's no problem. The Eruv doesn't work, says the Gemara, because your Eruv has to be edible before Shabbos comes in. And this is only edible once Shabbos has come in, after nightfall. Toysav's question is, it's clear from the Gemara that if you didn't require the Eruv to be edible before Shabbos came in, and it was sufficient for the Eruv to be edible when Shabbos came in, it wouldn't be a good Eruv. Because when Shabbos came in, the Kale is no longer a Yom, the Truma clicks in, and it's not edible, and it's an Eruv. So it's but I don't understand. In that scenario, what was it in Bein HaShemoshes? Bein HaShemoshes, this content was Tevel. Bein HaShemoshes, it was Mukta, it was Asa. So why don't you say, Migudis Katsoi le Bein HaShemoshes, Katsoi le so what that it's edible when Shabbos comes in? And so what if theoretically the halacha was that sufficient for Eruv? Ben Hashemoshes, this stuff was no use. We've got a rule that something which is muksa Ben Hashemoshes is muksa the whole of Shabbos. So why would it theoretically work? Says Taisvers, that's a riot for this side. Why is it muksa Ben Hashemoshes? Because it's Tevel. Why is it Tevel Ben Hashemoshes? Because it's sitting in a keili which is a Tvulyoim. Why is that Kalia Tvulyoim? Because maybe it's still yesterday. Once it's definitely Shabbos, that Kalia is not a Tvulyoim anymore. And the trauma kicks in. So the whole reason why the contents of this jug is Tevel and Muktza is because it's in a Kalia which is a Tvulyoim. Why is that Kalia Tvulyoim? Because Benash Moshas, maybe it's yesterday. That is Muktza, Machmas Yom Shavah. The whole problem in front of me over here with this Tevel is only because maybe it's yesterday. And if it's yesterday, the jug is still at full yom and the thing can't be trauma. So says, you. So why is it not a problem? That's the proof. Since the whole reason why it's Tevel and also Benash Moshes is because maybe it's yesterday and the jug is still at full yom because maybe it's yesterday. No, it's on these Mukta Benash Moshes because maybe it's yesterday. We're not worried about Migid Eskatsai. That's the side of Tosis. That's what Tosis is saying. Now, the truth is, it's absolute pella, this Tosis. So, Shamelech asks, there's no din of Migadis Katsoi with Tevel whatsoever. The halacha is, forget our case for a minute, you've got real Tevel. You've got real Tevel. Uh, on, on, on Shabbos comes in. Proper Tevel. You're not allowed to be mafish, trumas, or masris on Shabbos. We learned to make some makdish, or sakur, whatever they say. You did. You went to mafish, trumas, or masris. It works. It works. Yeah. What do you mean it works? Yeah. This stuff was tevel. And make this katoi. So it's muksa benashmosh. Should be muksa all of Shabbos. Why does it work? So the Gemara says there's no din of make this katoi. Tevel is muchanu b'Shabbos. There's no din of make this katoi. Tevel. So what's Tosis talking about over here? Yeah. There's only tevel benashmosh. And tevel ben. And even if you would say muksa machmas yom shavah, you wouldn't say make this katoi with tevel because with tevel we don't apply make this katoi. What's Tosis talking about? That's a Shamelath Kasha. Says Arachaneh, why don't we say Megadus Katsoi with Tevel? I've got Tevel. I've got normal Tevel. Forget this fellow with spoons of Tevel, jugs of Tevel, Yoma. I've got normal Tevel. I'm a naughty boy on Shabbos and I'm Mafish Trumas and Masters. Why? Why? Why is there no Megadus Katsoi? So Rashi says the reason is, what's the Issa to be Mafish Trumas and Masters? It's a Drabonon. It's a Drabonon. Take on. Maktish, take on whatever you want. Says Rashi, where something's only awesome midrabbonon, we don't say migudis katsoi. What would have been the issa for you, Ben Ashmoshes, to go? Why is why, why is coffee not mukta? Why is coffee not mukta? Can you eat coffee? Ben Ashmoshes, your coffee's not edible. You've got you just drink a spoon of coffee. Tense is there's something. I'm not okay. It's not mummish the same. There's something called gomer bideodom, right? It's not exactly the same. You can change it into something which is okay. 
It's slightly different. I just use it as an example. It's not a good example. I can do... What's the problem? I can make coffee, Ben Ashmoshes. It's a bad example, but let's just use it as an idea. I can make coffee, Ben Ashmoshes. So why is it mukta? So I didn't make coffee, but I could have. That doesn't mean mukta. Midaraisa could have been mafish tevel, Ben Ashmoshes. And Midabonon, I'm not allowed to. So Rashi explains, it's a girl also going back to Bashanifchas. If something is only also Midabonon, we don't say Migudis Katsai. Therefore, if I've got Tevel, what's preventing me being mafish, trumas, and masses, ben ashmoshes? And it's a drabonon! It's a drabonon! Oh, well, that's not Migudis Katsai. We don't say Migudis Katsai. And therefore, if I went on Shabbos and I was mafish, trumas, and masses, and I did something I shouldn't have done, it's not Mukta. So Zarachaneh, that's normal! That's been normal! Trumas and masters. But what in our case? This Tevel is sitting in a jug, which is a Tvulyom <laughs> jug. What would happen if I would be Mafrish Benashmoshes Tevel? Sorry, be Mafrish Benashmoshes the Truma. I'd be over this Adaraisa. Because I'd make Truma Tommy. Yes. I'd create Truma in a Tvulyom jug. That's an Isadaraisa, Mishmatim is Trumosa. Yeah. And more than that, I would have been Mafrish Truma this Truma Tomei on something which is Torah. That's also is a Daraisa, the Gemara said in Yavomus. So, Midaraisa, I can't make this thing into Truma Beinash Moshes. Not a Drabonon over here, a normal Tevel. Yeah. That's a Drabonon. So, we draw something which is also a Drabonon, we don't see making this Katsoi. But here there's a Mr. Daraisa to be Mafrishit Beinash Moshes. Because it's not a normal Tevel scenario, it's sitting in a Tvul Yom Kaili. And if I'm Mafrishit Beinash Moshes, I'm going to Daraisa. So, but Daraisa can't be Mafrish at Ben Ashmoshes. It's true, it's not Shabbos Daraisa, but it's an Issa Daraisa Ben Ashmoshes to be Mafrish, because if I'm Mafrish Ben Ashmoshes, this Kaylee is still a Tvulyom Kaylee, it's going to be Matama the Truma, it's Issa Daraisa to be Matama Truma. And more than that, it turns out that I've then taken Truma, Tame Truma, on something, the barrel, which is Torah, it's also an Issa Daraisa. So Ben Ashmoshes, Midaraisa can't be Mafrish the Truma. That's Tosus Kasha. Since Midaraisa, you can't be mafish to Truma Bein Ashmoshes, you should say Migudis Katsai. Why don't we, theoretically? The answer is, That's one, he gives another text, but that's one text that the, the Orochonek gives. Let's just go a little bit further. It says, Tosus, Uman da Osa, Hosam. Sorry. Vachal, yeah, okay. So uh, we're up to the words Hashmavena Shmoshes. Vacholhani Loidomi Lusuka. The problem is okay. So we understand why is my Esrig let's go back to the Esrig. I've got an Esrig. On Shmini Atzeres in Chutzlar. In Eritisrua. In Chutzla let's talk about Eritisrua. I've got an Esrig. So on on on, on Hashanarabah, that Esrig is Mukta, because it's Hukza Mitzvah for all seven days. Normal people bought one Esrig. Bena Shmoshes, I can't eat the Esrig, because it's still Sophic Sukkas. Shmini Atzeres, I can eat the Esrig. What? Why? Why don't you say that Migud is Katsoi Ben Ashoshes at the end of Hashanah Rabbah is Katsoi Lekuli and you can't eat it on Shemini Atzeres? The answer is because it's Mukta Machlok Yom Shalva. It's only Mukta Ben Ashoshes at the end of Hashanah Rabbah because maybe it's still Hashanah Rabbah yesterday. That won't generate a Mukta for tomorrow. The question is Sukkah. Why are you telling me that the Noi Sukkah also of Shemini Atzeres? There are Niyasa because Hashmatza uh, uh, um, the Spain after Hishana Rabbah maybe it's still Sukkot but that's so why am I saying Migudis Katsoi for tomorrow so this is what Taisa has to answer the line ends V'chol hani loidomi l'sukkah da'asrina sukkah l'maysa the noy sukkah is also Beinash Moshes of the end of Hishana Rabbah and because of that it's going to be also tomorrow why didn't you say Mokta Machosim Shavah he says different Mishum di Yisrami le'isudasa Beinash Moshes because if you had a meal bein if you wanted to have a meal bein hashmoshes, right? Even though you only have to eat in it because maybe it's still yesterday, nevertheless the shani sukkah to become mokam chayv lemechabah umachmas mashiyir. So Tosis has got a chiddush. Tosis says you're right. The whole reason why there's a problem with the sukkah bein hashmoshes. It's because maybe it's yesterday. So Tosus, it's true. But at the end of the day, I can have a chiv to eat in that sukkah. And that's the difference. Where in the case of the Esra, there's no chiv to shake Esra Ben Absolutely no chiv at all. You should have done it earlier. 
The whole reason why I can't eat the Esed Bein Hashmoshes is because maybe it's yesterday. And it's mutter tomorrow. Sukkah, you can't, I can eat whenever I want. If I want to eat Bein Hashmoshes, I physically have to eat in that sukkah. And Lechatchila, I'll be eating in that sukkah. There's no Allah, I've got to eat my meals, finish everything early, I can eat when I want. If I want to eat Bein Hashmoshes, I have to eat in the sukkah. So although I'm eating in the sukkah because maybe it's yesterday, but since Bein Hashmoshes, I have to actually be in the sukkah and do the mitzvah of sukkah, in a case like that, we would say, Migudis Katsoi, even though it's only because of yesterday. Now, Abshayim Zalman comes along and Abshayim Zalman says, and what happens if you forgot to shake your Arab meaning? And it came to Bein Hashemoshes, you're going to have to shake your Bein Hashemoshes. So why don't you say, Migudis Katsoi? The truth is, Ritzvah says, once you get to Bein Hashemoshes, it's Sofit Rabbonon, so why you have to shake it? Yeah, exactly. Right? Who says you have to shake it? And he says, and what happens if it's raining, Bein Hashemoshes? So anyway, you can't sit in the sukkah and eat in the sukkah. So you're going to tell me, in that case, we wouldn't say Megiddus Katsai. Now, I'm not sure if these are all kashas, because Tais is saying a lambda shavuot over here. Even if you would tell me that I, I would have to shake my arm, I mean him on, 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 on Ben even if, but it's not that I've got a chiyuv, that there's a, 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 a an ongoing lechatchila chiyuv and mitzvah to shake Ben Hashemoshes. I jolly well should have done it earlier. I jolly well should have not waited Ben Hashemoshes. And therefore, the fact that I didn't, so I'm a naughty boy, or whatever, I'm, I'm lazy, whatever. But that doesn't change the status of the mitzvah and the estrog. Whereas with sukkah, lachatchila, every single second of the day until the end of Ben Hashemoshes, I have to eat in the sukkah. The fact that it's raining is a technical issue, it's irrelevant. That heel sukkah is there on me, even Ben Hashemoshes, lachatchila. Not if I'm lazy, I'm lazy. I want to eat Ben Hashemoshes, there's no problem with that. I have a mitzvah and a chivti in the sukkah. So therefore, when it comes, that's a chiddush of tasteless. Because of course, if you learn that you do say muqsa machmas yem sha'ava, you've got your problem with estrin, but we understand sukkah. But Tosa says, even if you don't say muqsa machmas yem sha'ava, but if you have to lechatchila perform that mitzvah during the Ben Hashemoshes, even though the performance of that mitzvah is because maybe it's yesterday, that's strong enough to create a migudis katsoi that the stuff is going to be mutasa for bein uh the next day. And therefore, noi sukkah is open to be also even, even uh, uh, bein hashmashas. Now, I don't want to do about time because next week there's no shir. Um, I'd like to say something about Hanukkah. If we finish toasters, there won't be time. So, will you allow me to stop in the middle of toasters? And uh, the, the, the next bit we can. We've got the basic yesod. I don't want it, it's not going to take us too long. So, if that's all right with you, Rabbi, said to stop in the middle. Um, I'd just like to say just a few, just a few little um, um, thoughts about Hanukkah. Um, just an interesting, um, uh, interesting piece of general knowledge, which which is perhaps slightly relevant. You know when we say Yosha um, we repeat the last possible. Why do you repeat the last possible? So the Morgan of Rom in Hichas Matzah Shabbos, we say we know him also beforehand. He talks for quite various reasons and various to do with his shamus, etc., etc. He says, Achakach Matzasi B'Tashbet Keshakoflin Oso. When you say Erech Yomim again, this is when you include we know him. Yesh by Tevas Kiminyan Hakonim Kuf Lamed. If you say Erech Yomim twice, and I think you have to add in the words Vinaya, which we always say together with Yosef Vesesa, you get actually 129. Well, he doesn't say Im Hakolal, he says Im Hakriya, plus one, you get 130. So what's special about 130? Which is Kiminyan Hakonim. We want to get to 130, so we repeat the last passage again, 130 words, which is the Geminion of Hakayanim. So what? Kuflamad, Gemetra of Hakayanim is 130. When they fought against the Greeks, they said, and they were successful. It's interesting, there's a book published by Artsko many years ago called Lieutenant Birnbaum which is an excellent book. Well, historically, it's, it's, it's very tragic, but it's an excellent book. And he writes over there at the beginning, that when he was drafted into the army, he wanted to get out of it. So he went to Yitzchak Hutner, who was Rosh Hashiva, and he asked him whether he could give him some dispensation as a, as a, as a, as a um, um, uh, Talmudical student or whatever. 
And Rabbi Tzachotman told him, it's a chil Hashem if I'm going to give all my Talmidim a, 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 a dispensation, and you've got to do with the Rebbein Shalom once we have to make a Kiddush Hashem in this world. Not a chil Hashem. Ultimate God to say that. I don't know what people would be saying that today. And he tells him, and what's interesting, he tells him, he says to him, say Yosheb Esesa as many times a day as you can. That was a scholar that he told him when he was going into the army, and he actually saw uh, he was in Bastogne when they were when they were when they were, in, when they were um, 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 surrounded by, by by the Germans, the, the famous uh, when the fellow said Max Wellerin, that was going to his Second World War history. Um, but he, he saw actual action. He was in he was in, in the Normandy land. But he told him, "Say should be I'm sure it comes from here. I'm sure it comes from here because that's what they said when they went to Muhammad and it's okay. It's, sorry. The Zion is Sakana? Zion is a weapon. Oh, I see. Okay, fine, fine, fine. That could be why they were why they I mean it is Yipal Mitra Elef, Rabba Miminacha, Elefala Yigosh. Right, it's actually if you read it through, I mean it's like Ultim, it's a beautiful thing. Now the the, the the interesting thing is that we celebrate on Hanukkah the nest of the menorah When in fact the biggest nest was the nest of the Muhammad. Because at the end of the day, yeah. lighting a menorah or not lighting a menorah in the base of Mikdash was not the most important. The most important was to get rid of the Yavonim, to get rid of the Misyavnim, and that Kalal could then live and, and, and keep Torah and mitzvahs, not like the Greeks who wanted to abolish it. But nevertheless, we make a fuss about the menorah. So the Ksavsoyvin, the, the, one of his chuvas, the Maral also, and he wants to explain this Pshat Nataz, he says, what was the reason for the ness of the menorah? Why was it necessary to have a ness of the menorah? He says the ness of the menorah was to be Megala to Kalal Yisrael, that the Muhammad was also a ness. They went into war saying Yosha Besesa, and I assume everybody knew what was going on, right? Rabbi Miyad But at the end of the day, you can easily forget, yeah, we had luck, and, you know, we had good strategy, and they had a bad general, and they made a silly mistake, you know what I mean? You were, uh, so in order that we shouldn't think like that, even though they jolly well knew, as we see, they knew what was going on, that Kalal even better, that generation or future generations, HaKadosh Baruch Hu provided them with a nest of the ne- of the Neshem, which was an over-ness. So from that they would extrapolate that, and remember that the war was also a nest. Mm-hmm. And we since that's why we celebrate the the, 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 the mitzvah of the, of the nace to remind us that, that everything that happened at that time was a nace. And he says, if you look in end of Parshas B'Shalach, they fight against Amalek, and Moshe builds a mizbeach, and he says he calls that mizbeach. Um, he says, Hashem Nisi. Call the name of the mizbeach Hashem Nisi. What does it mean? You call him mizbeach Hashem Nisi. So Rashi says, Rashi says, Hashem Nisi, HaKadosh Baruch Hu Asa Lanu Ka Nes. HaKadosh Baruch Hu did hear a myth. Leisham Izbeach Kora Hashem, call the Mizbeach Hashem, Elosh Hamazki Shemosh Amizbeach, Zorches HaNesh Osa Mokam, Ki Hashem Hu Nes Shalonu. He called the Mizbeach Hashem Nisi, not the Mizbeach, it's called Hashem Nisi. So that whenever you refer to that Mizbeach, you'll remember Hashem Nisi. Well, HaKadosh Baruch Hu did for me the Nes. There was a Mechemaz Amole, and again you could argue, Yachal this, that, and the other, who knows, they were stronger, this, that, the place Nishvaz. No, it's Mizbeach Hashem Nisi. To remember that it wasn't Kochivet Tzimyodi. And he says, the Apostle carries on, he says, as you go through further generation, they also had a bit of Mechias Amolek. And there they would have had trained armies. They would have had trained armies. And then you could definitely think, Kochivet Tzimyodi, I outsmarted them, I broke the enigma, so I managed, you know what I mean? I'm cleverer than them, and I managed to outsmart them. He says, no, Hashem Nisi, all the way through the Darius, a person has to realize that it's not Kochivet Tzimyodi. And the truth is, we had this, just, pardon <coughs> me, in Pashas Vayishlach. You know, the Gemara Rashi quotes from the Gemara, we had it in Megillah, is slightly different, but the, when, when, when Yaakov Avinu gets clear of, you know, of Esau, right? He says, <laughs> He called it Kel Elokei Yisrael. He says, Rashi, 
That when a person would mention the name of that Mizbeach, he'd remember the nace that happened to Yaakov Avinu. You read the story, Yaakov with Yesov, Agam Samaisa, he was very clever, he prepared himself for Machoma, Machana Nisha Leflator, and he said all these presents and all the various Mephorshim and all the Shtiklach and all the clever things he did. So at the end of the day, there's a risk. Yaakov Avinu is talking about himself. He come out, might come out of few generations and say, he's a clever man, we've got a clever Tata Baruch Hashem. He outfought it, Esau. No, it wasn't. It wasn't Karechavet Simyoti. He built him his back again, the same idea with that name. So then when you mention the name of that Mizbech, you remember, oh, it was Rebbeinu Shlulim Mizbech. It wasn't the, it wasn't the, uh, uh, so that's what was going on over here, says the Ksav. Sorry, but even they, they knew that it was Rabbi Miyad Miyati, which is what we see in Alanisim. And they were saying Yoshev, they were davening for help from the Rebbeinu Shlulim. But there's always that risk. And if not them, other than Israel, not them, not them, in future generations. And therefore, Kodesh Baruch gave us the nest of Hanukkah. And when we light the nest of Hanukkah, we then realize when we're saying Alanisim, Rabbi Miyad Miyati, the Gibbonim, it strengthens our emuna and our belief and our understanding that that's, and that's actually what happened. Now, I don't know. There is a Gemara in Abu Zora. It's, uh, the Gemara in Abu Zora is printed on many of your stock boxes. If you go to Rameir Balanes, stock box. The Gemara says that Rameir, I think it's Rameir's sister-in-law, Rabbi Hanani ben Trajan had a daughter who was um, taken by the Romans and put into a base Zionist. Right? Well, I think it was, the, if I'm not mistaken, it's the, it was the sister of Rameir's wife, of, of, of Bruria. So Rameir dressed up as one of them and he said I'm going to save her and if she if she hasn't done any Averis she hasn't been Mazan I'll save her so he went in he gave her a test he said whatever he asked for services and she gave an excuse and another excuse and he worked out that she'd been giving everyone excuses and she still hasn't she hadn't been uh, defiled by well, what had been going on in, in, in that basic so he, he'd had money with him and he bribed the guard and he said to him he said look half is this for you and the other half you bribe the authorities you know because you let her out so the fellow said, that's very nice. What do when I run out of money? You know, I keep bribing people. I let this lady out. I get in trouble. I bribe, I bribe, I bribe. What's going on when I run out? So he says, just say, la de you'll be okay. So he says, very nice, la de What does it say? Hannah will work. So he says, I'll show you. He took them some dangerous dogs nearby and he threw a clod of earth at them and they came charging at them. And he said, la de and they went away. So you see, it's going to work. So that's what happened. Rameir took his sister-in-law, uh, the daughter of Chanan ben Tradian, and then this fellow bribed. And then when he got in trouble, they eventually the money ran out, and he was up there too on the gallows. He said, "They called him Anani, and something happened, and he got saved." So they asked him, "What's going on over here? You're always getting out of trouble. What's he saying? They called him Anani." So he told them the whole story about Rameir and the kids. Are, there was wanted posters around town to get Rameir. Then to detail of it, Rameir to run away. That's one shot why Rameir ran away. That's the story. So the mashal said, Kasha, they called the mayor a name. Yeah, Baruch Hu, the others were afraid not to be miyached, the name of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, on themselves. And the K'av Yavrom, Pachad Yitzchok, Yaakov says, right, one time, because Yitzchok's still alive. And the Yitzchok, who says he's going to die at Tzaddik? Maybe he won't die at Tzaddik. Scared. So, and called the mayor, he's prepared to call it, and called the mayor, how could it be? So he brings one shot, very interesting. He says, and called the mayor doesn't mean Reb Meir, it means Neiris Hanukkah. Elakad Meir, the God, Hakadosh Baruch who was Meir Lanu, and he quotes one of the one of the Piyutim in Chanukah. He says Elakad Meir, the Hakadosh Baruch who was Meir Lanu in Chanukah, Aneini Yisraelim, and it could be that's the idea. I don't know. It could be what's Chanukah, because that was Chanukah. There was a nest going on over here, which was a nest Nistar, and there was a there was a Neiros to be Megala to us that the whole thing was a nest. You can't ask for a nest Nistar. Obviously, this was something that. I mean, Rabbi Meir told him that works and I don't exactly know how this thing works but the idea is you can't ask Kodesh Baruch Hu a nest nigla you can ask Kodesh Baruch Hu he should do a nest nest and, I, and I've got to understand and appreciate that it comes from a Kodesh Baruch Hu Stam to say okey pokey and a miracle is going to end that not but it's a Kodesh Meir I recognize it's coming from a Kodesh Baruch Hu the nest nister then whatever the circumstances was there with Rabbi Meir that was going to work and that was going to happen we all have in our private lives times where we see something happening even something small if we look out for it we need to take that small event that happens when HaKadosh Baruch Hu said to say just 
takes the mask, he takes off his mask for 30 seconds and puts it back and say, the Rebbein Shalom is showing me and we have to take those moments like the Ner Hanukkah to extrapolate that to the rest of our lives and appreciate all the Nisim as we say that a Kodesh Baruch Hu does for us and more than that we mentioned before there's a famous Rabbi Yaakov Emdenu his Akdama to the Siddha he says the biggest nest of all time bigger to my mind than the nest of Yitzhak Mitzrayim is the survival of Klal Yisrael in Golos it's the survival of Klal Yisrael in Golos it doesn't make sense. It makes absolutely no sense. It's a nation are persecuted, that have got no land of their own, they've got no country for thousands of years, they've been trampled on by this, they've trampled... Does it make sense after the Second World War, when people were decimated that we are like we are today? It doesn't make sense. Remember my father telling me after the war, yeah, people thought, you know, they'll be from Yidden around, there'll be pockets here and pockets there. But like today, with the yeshivas, the kailurim, the restaurants, excuse me, adding in, who would believe such a thing? Who would, who would believe such a thing? It's not part, it's, it's a net. Says Rabbi so we are witnessing these nisim. Let's not forget it. You have a destruction of six million yidin and who knows what went on then. All the yeshivas and the Torah learning and everything and a few yechidei skulu who come out, Rabbi Kotler and others who come out, who build up Torah, who build up Yiddish girl, you get Balabatim who come out, who rebuild families, who rebuild kahillas here and there and everywhere. It's a mess. It's a mess, Rabbi and it's the biggest, we are part and witnessing the biggest ness of all time, says Rabbi Akimendel. We mustn't forget that. And it's a time of Hanukkah when we're talking about Nisim. I remember Rabbi Ron Gurus once gave a marshal, I'm sure I've mentioned it before, he said, a son of a king is right, is walking through the desert and it's in, in the forest and it's pitch black and the hyenas are howling and he's petrified. And suddenly there's a flash of lightning and he sees in that flash that the father's soldiers are actually stationed behind the trees following him as he walks down the, down the path in the forest. Even now it's dark and all the horrible noises are coming back. He's not scared anymore. He said, that's the light of Hanukkah. It's Hanukkah, it's a light in the dark time for Kalal Yisrael and we light it right through the Golos and it shines up and it's a beacon of light to show us HaKadosh Baruch was always there with us so let's not forget let's take that lesson with us let us thank the Rebbein Shalom and appreciate that we're part of the nest both in our own private lives and as, as, a, as a part of Klal Yisrael and when we say Vanisecha Vanisecha Shabbacholim Mimonu let's say it with the extra Kavon <laughs>